When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious and in family-sized cartons. I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream, and their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B. O-M-B-A-S dot com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Tax deductions, KFC and Benoit balls. All this and more on today's How Did This Get Made? Last looks. Hit the theme. How did this get made? It wasn't sweet like lemonade. I'd rather lay on a hand grenade than watch it What's up, pigeons? I'm your teen poker prodigy, Paul Shear, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? Last Looks, where you, the listener, get to voice your issues on Beautiful Disaster. Plus, later in the show, Jason and I chat about all the TV, movies, and music that we are currently loving. I'll also share an exclusive deleted scene from our Beautiful Disaster show, and as always, I'll reveal next week's movie. But first things first, a big shout-out to War Widow for that great opening theme song, We love these songs. And if you have a Last Looks theme song, send it to howdidthisgetmade at earwolf.com, but keep them short. 15 to 20 seconds is best. Now, there's a lot of things to talk about. First of all, uh, thank you to everyone who has pre-ordered my book. I so appreciate that. If you've pre-ordered my book, you can go to my website and sign up to get a personalized postcard from me Uh, It just means the world. Thank you so much. This book is written with How Did This Get Made uh, really behind me on this one. So I I really appreciate it. Also, we are going to be in Europe. We've just opened up more tickets for Glasgow. We were sold out, but then they found more seats. I don't know how that's possible, but they found more seats. There's a handful of seats left for London and a bunch of seats left for Belfast. Go to hdtgm.com to get your tickets for that. Now, let's get into it. Last week, we talked at length about Beautiful Disaster, a movie that Discord user Annie DeVito thinks should have had the tagline, beautiful disaster, more red flags than the running of the bulls. Ooh, I like that, Annie. All right, well, we had questions about beautiful disaster, and we might have even missed a few things. Here's your chance to set us straight. Fact check us, if you will. It is now time for corrections and omissions. Tradition, we're all 
Thank you, Rob, from Long Island for that great new theme song. Cranking them out always. They're so good. Let's go to the Discord. The Discord is always at discord.gg slash hdtgm. I love that community. What's up, GT75? Well, GT75 says the tuition scene did not make any sense. The bursar says they don't accept cash tuition payments because of the tax implications. What tax implications? She's not paying a nanny under the table. She's paying for a school and the college can still report cash to the IRS. Saying that their office is not set up to handle that amount of cash would have made far more sense. You're right. I didn't even think about that. This movie is dumb. I love when a movie is that dumb. Like, you know that they just need a conflict and they're like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't take it. They don't take it. Oh, we can't break 100. We can't break. We can't break 20,000. Uh, Cat Lady 8. 1-8 writes, at the show, you talked about how the movie uh, was comedic. It made it more watchable. But I found an interview with Sprouse and Gardner that suggested we could have had a very different movie. They apparently did multiple takes of every scene, starting out very seriously and then getting more and more campy every time. So neither of them knew what kind of movie they were going to end up with. Really? Really? Oh, <laughs> I, I love that. I love that they shot multiple. Let's see the serious cut. Let us see the serious cut. Snyder cut, serious cut. Cat, another cat. I took a screenshot of one of Travis's post-flight Instagram shots where I noticed some strange replies in the comments. Okay, got it. I'm glad somebody was bringing this up because I saw this as well. One person writes, hello, Joyce, for some reason. But the most random comment is a person who asks Travis if he wants to star in a period piece short film set during the Spanish Inquisition that's shot on Super 16 millimeter and rehearsals start tomorrow. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Production designers, uh, prop makers, and they, by the way, this screenshot is up on the Discord. You can take a look at it. It's amazing. They are the funniest. They're the best. They don't expect anyone to do this, or maybe they do, and they want this. Anyway, let's go to the phones, see what's going on. All right, this is from Anonymous. Hi, Paul. I just finished listening to the beautiful disaster episode, and I can't believe I'm going to admit this. I read the book, and I still have it on my Kindle. So I looked it up, and to answer the question you, Jason, and June had of, is Abby a virgin, in the book that is addressed, and yes, she is. So hope that helps. I'm still traumatized by that book to this day, but it was a great episode. Okay, bye. Don't be ashamed that you read this book. So many people have read this book, and yes, Thank you for answering the question that we all knew in our hearts is true. Abby was a virgin. All right, Dr. Sarah from New Haven, what do you got? Hi, Paul. This is Dr. Sarah. I was at the New Haven show. And something you guys missed about the beautiful disaster movie was the fact that when Abby went to Travis's family's house, there was only one bucket of KFC for all those grown men. And they got a double of corn for the sides. Where were the mashed potatoes? And where were the biscuits, Paul? Where were the biscuits? Anyways, I just wanted to thank you all for coming to Connecticut. As you can imagine, being a doctor and professor at this time has gotten really, really hard. And you, June, and Jason bring joy and laughter into my life every single day. So blessings to all of you. Take care. Thank you, Dr. Sarah, first of all, for being a doctor. And the fact that we've, I don't think, ever had a doctor identify themselves as a doctor on the show. So I already feel like this is already going to be a great comment. Uh, you're right. Where were those biscuits? Maybe they ate those biscuits first? I don't know. You're right. There should have been more, but maybe they are health conscious. <laughs> one, well, f that is truly uh, one of my favorite things to watch in all film. Just the way that food is displayed or not displayed. Uh, you know, you watch anyone but you. There's so much food out for like four people, like, and and they're putting it out. It's not like they have, you know, like staff. I I'm amazed. Every 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 countertop has food on it. Then you watch something like Two and a Half Men. My friend Gil Ozeri did a, a thing where he watched every Two and a Half Men. Uh, they eat. A pizza with a fork and knife. I am, I will always catch my eye no matter what I'm watching. Actually, when it's bad. Um, all right. And another anonymous call from Dallas. Hey, Paul. Calling from a Dallas hotel room with food poisoning. Uh, I just wanted to point out that the casino scene in Beautiful Disaster, all the way up to the $5,000 buy-in, seemed to be a shot-for-shot -shot remake of the train poker scene in the Sting, a little crossover podcast appeal. 
Ooh, feel better. First of all, from the food poisoning, I appreciate you had enough energy to call in. And yes, unspooled crossover. I love that. I, I think you're actually are right. I hadn't seen The Sting in such a long time. And then when I saw it, I was like, wow, this movie reminds me of Beautiful Disaster. <laughs> all right, let's go back to the Discord. Corgi Herder writes, this is a kind of continuation of the poker scene observation. Beautiful Disaster commits the same poker sins that so many other movies do. A poker prodigy is shown getting increasingly rarer hands and winning. When you get those, you can't just will a great hand to appear through skill alone. You can see this even in movies like Casino Royale, where James Bond outplays his opponents by getting ridiculous hands rather than making marginal gains with intelligent, well-timed bets. Well, yeah, I mean, look, what, what can you do? I mean, card playing is not the most interesting thing to watch. You gotta, you gotta keep it good for the dumb people like me. In response to us talking about the Fight Club matches happening near the performance of Titus Andronicus, uh, Sean McBee writes, I interpreted it as Titus Andronicus was being used as the fake cover for a Fight Club. All right. Okay, so then Sean goes on and says, it introduces a whole different set of logic issues, uh, but being a How Did This Get Made movie, that's to be expected. So I guess we'll never know for sure. <laughs> I I think that if they if they have like a secret thing with like the stage crew, like the stage crew is like, hey, we need money for great sets like uh, Titus Andronicus. So uh, why don't we just, you know, we'll make that money back by running a fight club. I like a stage crew movie. Ryan says 1213 writes as a librarian of 10 years, 20 years in library work. And as an alumni of CSU Sacramento, I can attest that the library ramen surping was something I witnessed in that library. If, if wait in that library, really in Budapest, um, if ramen surping was the only issue in the public library I worked at, that would have been considered a good day. It was mostly empty bottles of Jack Daniels and used condoms. Ooh, or literal shit on the floor in my library. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Ryan says. It really does say something that the prison library I run is better maintained than the public library. Ryan, you just dropped a fuck ton of bombs on me in that one. I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted. I, but I will say this. Uh, if you're a librarian out there, please uh, pre-order my book. Make sure my book comes to your library. It counts as a book sales. And I will also say, uh, I think it will help people in prison. So Ryan, <laughs> get my book in prison. And also, I'm so sorry you had to clean up condoms in a library. I guess, man. John Grisham gets people hard. Anyway, uh, so many great corrections and omissions this week, but there can only be one that is the best. And this week, the best is, and it's a, it's a tricky one. It really, really is a tricky one, but I love anyone who stops uh, and freeze frames a scene. And Kat, you did that to find out about the 16 millimeter production uh, of the Spanish Inquisition. So you are a winner and you don't get anything, but you do get this amazing song from Hill Baker. Hit it! Thank you, Hill Baker, for that song. Remember, if you want to submit an alt movie tagline or chime in with your own thoughts about the latest episode, hit us up on the Discord at discord.gg slash hdtgm or call us at 619-PAUL-ASK. Coming up, Jason joins me to talk about all things that we are watching, TV, film, music, whatever. We're loving stuff. We're going to tell you about it. Plus, we'll play an exclusive deleted scene from our beautiful disaster show, and I'll reveal next week's movie. We'll be right back. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places and I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because 
sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan sliced premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Welcome back. By now, I'm sure you've noticed that every Monday we re-release old How Did This Get Made episodes back into our feed. This week's Matinee Monday was Jim Cotta with Michael Showalter, and next week's will be Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 with Doug Benson. So keep on checking out these replays of classic episodes every Monday. All right, it's time to talk to my buddy Jason. Let's welcome him in with a new banger from our guy, Rob from Long Island. Rob, play us in. It's the time of the show. It's the time of the show. Which time is that? It's the time when Jason joins Paul and H-A-U-S-T-C-H-A-T. Just chat. Welcome to Just Chat, Jason. This is the uh, beautiful disaster, Last Looks. Um, Wait, and, I don't yeah. know... I don't remember what that is. Now <laughs> that's a, that's a while ago. To yes, my, in that was my, a while in ago. My, to my credit, this is a little while ago from when we recorded this. What was beautiful? <laughs> what was beautiful okay. disaster? <laughs> now I do remember it because it was my favorite movie from the tour. I think we did it in Connecticut, New Haven, and it was about the uh, young girl who uh, his dad is a gambler who uh, goes to college. College. And falls in love with it's the, a college yes. story. Yes. Right. Okay. Falls in love I with remember the now. Yes. yes. Street. Oh, yes. So, yes. Fight yeah. Club. College Fight Club. Yes. 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 Now I know. <laughs> what um, a what a like perfectly cryptic, bland title. Oh yeah. I mean that movie really is, and it's actually the one that I think about the most because it is the one that's so bizarre, and I feel like so many um, people who watch the show, especially women who have watched the show, have been like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you." covered this because i was tricked into watching it like i feel like it was advertised the wrong way like you know like hey if you like this you'll like this and the cover looks like you would like it yes yeah (laughs) it is not one of those i will say if you know more movies like this suggest them because this was a wild ride because oh yeah now i'm remembering it as being like oh i think this is going to be college romance story but then it's very quickly fight club and all this other violence and i remember just being like how, what tone is this movie? And that's if there if people know more movies like this, let us know because I want I want to watch more movies like this. I'm all in for movies like this. Oh my gosh, they're so so much fun. Um, what has been going on with you? Have you been watching stuff? You listening wa- to stuff? Yeah, yeah, I've got a list of fun stuff. Some and by TV the way, stuff to run down. Yeah, go ahead. I want to tell people if you really want to get Jason. Given you everything you need to watch, you got to listen to TV, I say, with Ashley Ray, because you guys did some giant, like, yeah. must watches there. And that we did. really we did. was fun. We did. Yeah. Just recently, I've been on both um, Ashley Ray's fantastic podcast, TV, I say, and our friends Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald's The Watch. On both shows, I talk exclusively about stuff that I've watched during the year and especially stuff. Especially talking with Ashley Ray, especially we talked about stuff that was like underrated. Like we're not talking about The Bear and Succession and all the shows that get all the hype. We're talking about a lot of the smaller shows, the shows that don't get the love or the the shows that I love, but just aren't um, being acknowledged in the same way or hyped the same way. It's so easy for stuff to get lost in the shuffle. And so I've got a bunch of stuff on my list that kind of fit into that category. Okay, perfect. I'll shout out a couple of things just to get them out of the way first, just because they are more bigger and more popular things. Based on when this comes out, I don't know. I'm either loving or have just loved um, this new season (laughs) of True Detective. Um, I'm having a blast with True Detective. I think it's really fun. One of the shows that I'm absolutely really obsessed with is Monsieur Spade. 
the oh, Scott yes. Frank, you got Tom Fontana, um, Sam Spade as an older, you know, he's living in the south of France and a mystery, of course, starts happening around him that he has to get involved with. And it's both beautiful and fantastic. Clive Owen as an older Sam Spade. Great. I've got a couple of I'm I don't know what it is, but I boy am I in in on all like British rom-com sitcoms um you know funny just slice of life stuff. There's a couple that I've just watched that are so good. Um Dead Pixels, the John Brown show Dead Pixels I yes. think is absolutely hilarious and so funny and and also like heartbreaking uh at times which I thought was great. The Dolly Alderton show, Everything I Know About Love, is absolutely fantastic. It is like a coming-of-age story a, a for, like, a group of young women in their early 20s, like, post-college, moving to, New, moving to London, rather, to make a go of it. And it's, like, their lives as they unfold in those first, kind and of, that way, first it's... blush of adulthood. And that's a great book too. I read that book. It's, uh, it's based yeah. on Dolly Alderton's book. The 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 woman that wrote the book wrote the series, and it's great. I uh, yeah, and and she's really great. I like I read her because she's actually pro- uh, produced by my publisher as well. So I like oh, I was cool. looking through what they were having and uh, or what the other books they had. And it I was believe, great. and I I haven't gotten it, but I believe she has a new book that's either now out or is coming out soon. Something like that. I noticed. She, oh great! I I thought that show was fantastic. The other show that I'm watching is called Such Brave Girls, another kind of hilarious and then brutal um, sick half hour, British half hour that's just dynamite. Really fantastic. Um, I love this. I mean, but you know, you still aren't watching the number one British show that you should be watching, Traders. I know. I know. Traders. I think I'm going to start it because I really know the, the conversation Every time we're backstage for a show, yeah. I feel like you and everybody else are talking about it. I now am officially like, I feel like I'm missing out. So I definitely got to start. It's a perfect show for you. I think that like what you should do, I, and again, I'll, I'll, I'll probably say what I've said to you privately here. I think you could start with season two of the UK. And I think you could start with season two of Australia. They're both available on um, Peacock. Um, and season two of... Uh, of the US because they don't they're you know they're completely organic seasons like they all work the same yeah. way I think that they figured some stuff out I love the first season of the UK but I'm also like and this is where I'm kind of conflicted and maybe you could have an opinion about this like I know that season two of the UK is better than season one do I tell you watch season one so then you can eventually watch season two or because the reality show like do I want to hook you on season two and say watch season two and you'll go back and maybe you'll be more open to a season one I don't know well I I well that's how I feel I'm I'm with you like whenever I recommend alone to people I don't tell yeah. people to start from the beginning because I think the first right. two seasons while while good are are not nearly as transfixing as season three. And so yes, I always right? say, like, start with season three because I think you're going to get hooked and then get around to one and two whenever you want. But, like, after three, I feel like, is when the show really becomes the show. You yeah. know, four and five are a little wonky because it's the team season. It's the all-star season. But, like, once we start getting into season six, seven, eight, now we're really cooking. And I feel like I try and steer people towards seasons I know, especially if they're not related. Like, it sounds like right. Traders is unre- each season to season unrelated. You know what I mean? Yes. There's, like, one thing that they do in season two of the American version where they bring back a character. And I'm like, I don't even know why they brought back this ca- Like, I don't know what the whole deal is but it didn't make a difference it's like oh yeah. she's another reality star they brought her back whatever I, i'm in i like i like it there's nothing that requires any knowledge but i will say my friend uh alex kavitsky uh director really nice guy he's got me into like a lot of survivor stuff and survivor the new season started and i'm already on board but uh alex was the one who kind of I recommended to him, I was like, if you really want to watch, like, I think the best season of Traders, you need to watch season two of Australia. And he was texting me over the weekend. Wow. And like, oh my God. That is truly, <laughs> I mean, I, the only uh, three people have watched it, Alex, uh, our friend Lisa Gilroy <laughs> and June and I. So like, it's only three people can explore, you know, really express the insanity of that. Um, That's incredible. I love that. I, yeah, I really, uh, really Yeah, love I got to start it. I got to start it. 
Um, I'll throw out a couple of others. Um, our friend Zach Woods uh, and Brandon Gardner, his writing partner, and Mike oh, yeah. Judge have a new stop-motion animation show called In the Know that I think is Love very it. funny and very clever, a kind of a satire of an NPR station and all of the NPR kind of personas that are that I love so much. And as as like a lifelong NPR listener, it's very fun to watch them kind of make fun of it. Um, I I've it. Enjo- enjoyed that. I'm re-watching Andy Daly's absolutely tremendous show, Review. Oh, uh, it's so It good. is... It's so good, and I had now gone long enough where I'd forgotten a lot of the elements and episodic storylines, and it's so satisfying and so wall-to-wall funny. I can't recommend it enough, especially, of course, as everyone knows, season one, episode four, Pancakes, Divorce, Pancakes, truly, I think, one of the best TV episodes of the last 20 years. Just incredible stuff. Um, And then I was just going to say, as we are going into the next election and all of this crazy election cycle nonsense is is starting to get louder and the din of all this craziness is starting to feel once again so depressing and dystopian, I am watching uh, The Kings, who made uh, The Good Fight and The Good Wife, did a season of a show called Braindead that is so fantastic. It's Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Tony Shalhoub and um, a ton of other fantastic people coming in and out. It's this great show that I feel like is all about the political nonsense that we find ourselves in and how everybody appears to be calcifying into like absolutely bananas points of view and then just caring about fighting. Um, And that's what the show is. The show is... You know, not to put too fine a point on it and let you know what it is. It's about bugs who come from outer space, invade people's brains and make everybody crazy. Um, And it's set during our political upheaval of like the 2016 election. The show is phenomenal. Can't speak highly enough of it. It's a blast. It's so fun, so funny, so sharp, such a great political satire and just an absolutely f- a fun fucking show to watch. I right like now. those two, and you know, you've met Elsbeth, right? Yes. Oh, Elsbeth Tassioni, absolutely yes. one of my you absolute know. favorites. You well, know that show way, is starting in a matter of weeks. Well, I got to do the episode where Elsbeth comes back to uh, the good fight, and oh. so I got to do scenes with her, and I oh. was so fucking psyched. And she's a great actress and really great. So she's a very fantastic actress. She's great in the holdovers. Yes. Um, Fantastic in the holdovers. But boy, Elsbeth Tassioni is absolutely one of my favorite characters just of the in the good wife lore. Yes. She comes back like a couple of times a season and is so funny. And you can tell that they love that character and that actor so much because every every central character in the good fight, in the good wife rather, gets to have full episodes with Elsbeth Tassioni. Yeah. So it's like, here she is with Alicia Florick. Here she is with um, uh, Josh Charles's character. Here she is. You know, she gets to be a part of everybody's stories because they were just like, what's another good pairing? You can tell. What's another good pairing for Elsbeth to be with? Because it's so fun to have her energy. She's great. She's really, really great. And it was so funny because when we did our scenes together... Uh, she hadn't done it in for she hadn't done the show in years. Funny, oh that's she was interesting. Like, yeah, she, you know she was like, oh I got it, and it was so funny because the day I shot my episode or the that week, it was the week that the good fight was announced that it wasn't coming back. It was the week that um, Christy Bransky like turned sixty, I believe, or oh, like okay. had like a a big giant public birthday. It was uh, the night of the uh, Met Gala, so that she was at that. And then Elsbeth, uh, Carrie Preston, was back on the show, and she was like, "Oh, I haven't done this character in wow. years. I, yeah. I have to remember like how to do this character again." And we look, and like a year later, it's announced that she's got her own spinoff. I felt like I was in like this crosshair of a moment That's where it cool. was like they brought her in. Someone was going away. The show was coming up. It was just like I feel like I got to see everything. Uh, on the side there. I'm excited it, for that show. Yeah. I can't wait for it to come out. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, 
is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do. That's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right, for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security, plus it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more, plus a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this, it's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/bonkers. That's simplysafe.com/bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack, and my kids said, "Mom said we can have milkshakes." And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, "If June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes." June's like, "I never said that." And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. I'll, I'll throw out a couple of other things just for, just for fun, just because I feel like some of them aren't new um uh, they're from last year but i thought were so great and again so kind of slept on mm-hmm. um the pedro almodovar short strange way of life that mm-hmm. is the um ethan hawk pedro pascal um movie that he did it's like an 18 minute uh oh, little wa- little western yeah. fantastic um, there's a, been a bunch of like fantastic shorts, like all the Wes Anderson. I feel like Asteroid City got a lot of press and a lot of notice because it was terrific. Yeah. But Wes Anderson also released an entire movie of Rolled Doll shorts. Uh, they're, oh, well, wow. they're all on they're on Netflix. Then they're all together, but you can watch them individually, and they're terrific. Oh, I gotta check this out. Absolutely worthwhile. Both of those I think are great. Strange Way of Life, especially, I thought was just absolutely fantastic. There's a great documentary out about the Elephant Six recording company bands. So it's like Neutral Milk Hotel, Olivia Tremor Control, Circulatory System, Apples in Stereo. All that group of like um, Athens, Georgia, Denver related bands that put out so much great music in like in, you know, in my post-college years, essentially, like starting for me in college and after. You know, and those bands were so incredible. A lot of blending of members and a lot of like sharing of stage with like a number of bands that just are, you know, it's the same eight people. They just shift around and a different one of them is singing now. So it's a different band kind of vibes. They're all characters. Every one of them is a character. And again, we've now entered the stage of, for me, documentaries, documentaries. 
that are about people my own age. So right, all right, the right. footage, all the footage looks like it's from when I was in college. You know, they all currently look like I feel like I look now. It is like so it's such a fucking weird. It was the same thing with like Meet Me in the Bathroom, that book about the New yeah, York oh, music I scene. That. Loved it. Great documentary. But again, I'm like, wait, these are my these are people my age. Fuck. I'm already at the age where we make documentaries about my own past, which is very unsettling. Uh, But (laughs) I loved that documentary. I thought it was great. By the way, that's available on Apple and it's available on Amazon. Oh, great. You can get that. Yeah. And you can also get on this website, Kino. I love. Yeah. No, I, I feel that way, too. When you watch like a documentary about something that you lived through and you're like, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Right. It's really, it's sketchy as all hell. I'm like, I don't like this. No, I know. I feel, I believe me, I feel it. I mean, it's, it's a very bizarre feeling. To um, feel like, yeah. I'll give, if you don't mind, I'll give, can we take a couple of minutes? Cause you asked me a while ago yeah. about like finding new music and yes, getting yes. turned on to new music and this kind of stuff. And I want to just take a moment to shout out the death of Pitchfork. Um, uh, Pitchfork, the website Pitchfork, which, you know, has been an absolute part of my daily routine since it op- since it began yes. publishing uh, a website that I read. One of very few webs- websites in the late 90s that when I worked at J.P. Morgan, I would read Pitchfork every day and Ain't It Cool News oh, and figure out what I knew about stuff, you know. Pitchfork re- continues to review four new albums a day. It's gone through the ups and downs. If you want to hear... I thought they Very just went through a big part. Of, like, didn't it shut down now, or there's something yeah. major that's happened? Okay, no, yeah. no, there. That's what I'm saying. This is oh. the death of Pitchfork. This oh, is okay. The Pitchfork is now being subsumed into GQ for some okay. because they're all part okay. of the same parent company. They've laid everybody off at Pitchfork, and there's just going to be some reviews in GQ. It's like a real loss. Um, and especially a loss for exactly what you were talking about back in the day, which was, how do I get turned on to new stuff? How do yeah. I find new music? And we're we're watching like the death of these kind of curation engines, and we're just living inside of the algorithm, um, an algorithmic kind of curation, which is, you know, not the best. Um, if you want to read very or hear very smart people talk about the you know the death of pitchfork or the recent cuts in bandcamp staff bob leftsets and ezra klein have both put out kind of very beautiful kind of uh articles or think pieces about the death of pitchfork but it's a real bummer it's a real bummer because i find that like it is it's harder and harder to find new stuff because like like all the entertainment we talk about there's just too much of it and so here's a couple of places that i that i go that I feel like people can go to find stuff. So I'm excited. There's, po- there's a bunch of podcasts that I feel like are good music podcasts. The NPR show, All Songs Considered, um, I think uh, does a, a weekly episode that is new new albums that have come out this week. Uh, they're pretty varied and, and the hosts are pretty good about f- highlighting all sorts of music. So you get a good swath of stuff. Right. Uh, I especially love... When Lars Gottrich is on, who is absolutely, I I find he has a similar taste as I do. His his episodes are called Vikings Choice. Um, okay. Lots of heavy metal, experimental, international. It's great, great stuff. New York Times Popcast can sometimes be infuriating conversations, but always super interesting. Very cool, very smart people talking about music. There's an episode of the uh, podcast Search Engine that is all about how do you find new music, and it's the, with the journalist Calafacena, who's fantastic. Um, uh, there's a website called Dusted. I think it might be Dusted Magazine, or maybe okay. it's just called Dusted. They Writing do these, yeah. new music reviews that are terrific. There's a British website called Quietus. They put out and review great music and great stuff. These are just places that I go and find stuff. No, but this Bandcamp, is good. Bandcamp regularly does features that are best jazz on Bandcamp or best, you know, um, essential releases of the week. If you're again, if you're just looking for a way to be turned on to new stuff, these are good places to start. You know, if if you are losing something like a pitchfork or something like that in your life. Anyway, there's 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 a bunch of ways to come at this. And I think that sometimes you get like not only do you get lost, like I find myself going back, I you know, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Apple Music, I have all my subscriptions running, but it's like I 
while I have everything at my hands, I don't ever just let it like, I mean, the algorithm can sometimes pick it for me and sometimes it'll be good. But I'm also like, I, I, I don't trust even the algorithm. I just kind of go back to what I know. Yeah. And it's like TV is in the sense that like you have to decide what you want to listen to, seek it yes. out and listen to it. And I like discovery. I like the yes. sense of surprise and discovery that used to come along with listening to the radio or, you know, or, or being turned on to new stuff by people whose taste I like, similar to the the ways in which I'm talking about it here. I was another shout out I'll give is to I I did an episode of the uh YouTube series that Amoeba Record Store runs called oh, What's in this. My Bag. Yeah. I did one years ago, but I still listen to that, or I still watch those. They they put out a new one every week, and every band or comedian or actor that goes on there and picks stuff that they like that to turn people on to music they like, I've found so much stuff just in those recommendations. Um, I think it's fantastic. So you know, and I'm just here's a couple of artists that I want to shout out: Connie Lovett. Uh, beautiful singer-songwriter, New York-based, has an incredible album called Coconut Mirror. Um, Joni Mitchell's Court and Spark turns 50 this year. There have been a bunch of great, like, think pieces, big articles about that record. And Court and Spark, even though Hegira is, like, my all-time favorite Joni record, Court and Spark is what, is how I got turned on to Joni. The song Help Me played on the radio. I heard it and was obsessed with it and bought the cassette the next opportunity I could. So, like, that's a great one. And then I've been singularly obsessed with one song for about seven months in which I almost exclusively listened to this one song. The album is from two... This is where it gets a little confusing. It's two, I believe, Pittsburgh bands that shared a lead singer and so the album is both of their records combined into one thing. Okay. And the bands are The Short Dark Strangers and The Shady Motherfuckers. And the song is We're Not Animals. And I cannot stop listening to this song. I don't know what it is. It has a hold on me in a way that I find like I have listened to it hundreds of times. Like if it was available on Spotify, which it's not... It would unquestionably have been my Spotify wrapped number one song of the year. Wow. Just for number of plays. And the fact that it is not, that I don't, I can't get it on Spotify makes me nuts. Anyway, here is a snippet of the song. It's great. I and by love the way, this song. And speaking of songs, I want to say two things. Um, I just recently watched the uh, Slater Kenny What's in My Bag, which is really great. Terrific. Uh, they have a new album out, um, yeah. which I love. And uh, I would say that the other thing about songs is we are still uh, accepting submissions. We kind of put away our American Idol uh, contest. We're kind of come back to it. Just been the holidays and stuff. We'll we'll come back to it. And we'll get into it. So you can still send us songs, and we'll still pick a winner. We're you know we're having fun with it. We, we, this is a long a long reality show that we're running here. Uh, <laughs> you know, so don't 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 get too bent out of shape. Um, and I will tell you that I had to explain what a bastard was the other day because when my son got in the car, uh, ODB was playing. Oh, and I love ODB. I have a, a sideshow statue of ODB coming out. Really? Uh, oh, it's the best. I'm so fucking psyched about this. Oh, that's great. It's like ODB coming out of the Brooklyn subway. And as he's like coming out, like he's like ripping apart the subway. It's just like, it's such a cool statue. It's just like, I have three fucked up sideshow uh, statues. One is of ODB. The other is Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, in uh, in Spider Man, where they have the Jake Gyllenhaal Spider Man, uh, sure, Tom Mysterio. Holland, when Mysterio like creates a crazy fucked up image of Tony Stark rising from the dead, but all fucked up. Yeah. Oh I have wow. That. So I have that one, and now I also really found <laughs> this one that I wanted so bad, and maybe it doesn't. I was so excited about it when I saw it, but it's the um, 
Doctor Strange from the Sam Raimi, the Multiverse of Madness, where he goes insane and it's like yes, yes, the Dark Strange. Those yeah, are my, those are my three. Ooh, that's great statues. I love each one of them because they're just they're just like I don't know. They're very different. Ooh, I love that. That's rad. Um, uh, all right. Oh yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to shout out all that music and talk about music and ask. I feel like I've had some success asking our audience to help me find things or to help uh, solve a yes. problem or something. I'm looking for all of night music. The Hal Wilner, uh, Lorne Michaels music show that aired Sunday nights uh, at 11.30. It was like SNL, but it was, Hal Wilner was the Saturday Night Live music director. And he did, they did a show for a number of years on Sunday nights that was just music. So it was in the beginning, uh, I think Jules Holland hosted it. David Sanborn hosted it. The house band was incredible. Uh, Omar Hakim on drums, uh, phenomenal. And they would have, the guests would be like in one episode, it would be Sonic Youth and then also the Sun Ra Orchestra and then also like a blues guitarist. You know, they would have, they would cast it so, like the, the episodes were fantastic. And I've found a number of individual performances on YouTube, but I'm looking for the whole thing. I want to be able to watch all of Night Music. Can anybody well, help me? I, I think they will be able to because when I last talked on uh, the show I do with Hubel that uh, our live stream, I asked if someone could get me all of Kid Nation season one and uh, I got it. And nice. I love it. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. Uh, all right. Well, Jason, it's been a blast talking to you. We will talk again. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. Such a pleasure to chat with him. Uh, and finally, it's time to announce our next movie. Next week, we will be going from a frisbee shot in the balls to erotic masquerade balls and more. That's right. Next episode, we are returning to the world of Christian Grey and Anastasia Steele for part two of the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. That's right. 2017's Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, you want to break down the plot? I'll give it to you. As Christian and Anna begin to rekindle their relationship, shadowy figures from Christian's past start to reappear, determined to destroy their hopes for a future together. And you know what? Honestly, that sounds more exciting than anything that fucking happens in that movie. Rotten Tomatoes gives this film a 11% score on the tomato meter, and my wonderful unspooled co-host Amy Nicholson wrote for MTV, the movies aren't so bad they're good. They're brilliantly bad. They're genius. With director James Foley dutifully presenting every inane plot point while gifting us excuses to laugh. Listen to the trailer here for Fifty Shades Darker. He's changing. Are you happy? I just want to keep calling you I've never been happier. Gotta be quicker than that, Cray. You know that girl, Kristen? I think you're the first woman who's tried to save him. If something were to happen to you, I could never forgive myself. Rated R. You can stream Fifty Shades Darker for free on Max. I think you can even get the unrated version on Max, too. And on Peacock, you can rent it at all the usual places. And also use your local public library, people. We love that. Uh, We are almost at the end of the episode. But before we go, check out this bonus scene from our beautiful disaster show where you get a little peek behind the curtain on how we design uh, the t-shirts for the episode and we did this with the audience and this is a fun one uh anyway if you want to buy the t-shirt for beautiful disaster you can get it at tpublic.com slash hdtgm take a listen i loved the scene where he she's instagram stalking him in class and he's right behind her and is like hey i see you instagram stalking me she's like i'm not then he's like okay cool whatever i'll pick you up at eight and then leaves because he's not in the class He should have been in the class with her. Anyone can audit. All right, any other t-shirt ideas? Any other t-shirt ideas while we... Can we get house lights for a second just so we can see some of these and pick some? Raise your hand if you think you've got a good one and make sure it's not dog shit. Oh, when did I eat noodles? With a picture of someone with noodles on their face, fresh from the barf. Okay, great. What do you got? All right, how about this? That's kind of good. Sacramento Frisbee Club is great. How about just a picture of jeans and meow coming out of where the fly is? What if it's... Paul, no, you would would not wear that. What? What if it's a picture... What if it's abs and then like a a waistband of underwear and meow coming out of it? Right? So you can wear wear a shirt with abs. (laughs) Oh, it's tricky. Yeah, right oh, yeah, there. Oh, yeah. up there, up in the center balcony. Yes, you feel like you got one. 
beautiful, beautiful upper, upper decker. decker. I don't know that that makes much sense. Right here. Pigeon says what? Okay, I like pigeon. I don't love says what. Go ahead. You put ice on. You put ice on it. So That's, far, Sacramento Fis, Frisbee Club. We're getting feels, somewhere. What? I feel like we've said yeah. some other things even today. Though. Yeah. Well, then don't say it. <laughs> I have an update. If it's not a T-shirt during the T-shirt section, don't raise your fucking hands. Get out of here. Get him out of here. Security, escort this man out I'm of listening. here. You I'm don't listening. understand the rules, sir. What's up, Pidge? What's up, Pidge? That's not bad. These are good, but I feel like we're... Oh, yes, yes, you would be politely raising your hand. He wants the a diarrhea. diarrhea escort him out too. Uh, Actually, yes. you escort him out. Both of you. What do you uh, got? Make your own diarrhea jizz shirt, you fucking monster. Put it on a pizza. What do you got? I want to be around you. What is it? I want to be around you. Well, that's too weird. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you. Uh, is that a t-shirt suggestion or an actual personal desire? <laughs> How about Paul's my cousin? Yes. Child Poker League. Child Child Poker League. Is there oh. something to Lucky 13? Is there something to... Um, I mean, there's the... Travis Swift. Mad Dog, his brothers. We're having a hard time with this remember, shirt. Remember when they were at family dinner? By the way, Sacramento the- Frisbee Club feels solid to me. Yes, it or does. Or there is also Tucker Dormitory. Like, there could be something... Uh, Tucker Dormitory is great. Tucker Dormitory... But there's got to be something more... Is it just a visual of the building? I don't think so. Just a simple building says Tucker Dormitory, Bulgaria. (laughs) Okay. Now I like it. Would you buy it? Would you buy it? Tucker Dormitory. Will you commit Bulgaria. to buying it right now? No. I like, I like it. I like it. That's simple and nice. Tucker Dormitory. And we can have a girl up front playing Frisbee. I love it. All right, that is it for the show. Please remember to rate and review us. It helps. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure you are following us. Visit us on social media at HDTGM. And a big thank you to our producer, Scott, Sonny, Molly Reynolds, our movie-picking producer, Avril Halley, and our associate producer, Jess Cisneros, and our engineers, Casey Holford and Rich Garcia. We'll see you next week for 50 Shades Darker. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.